0: This is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and today it's just going to be me. I want to just kind of announce uh, what we're going to do for the next couple months. We've been lining up some speakers, got the podcast recorded, and we're ready to deliver them to you. Um, Here's what we're going to call the next couple months. It's just going to be called the Summer of the Amazing and Weird Person. Yeah, that's what it is, because I've met a lot of people over the last year through this podcast and just going out and talking to different agents. And there are some weird and amazing people out there. Now you have to understand, when I say weird, I actually take that as a compliment. It's kind of like calling me a geek. I take that as a compliment because someone who's weird thinks outside the box and doesn't necessarily walk the same path that everybody else does. And also amazing has to do with the same thing. A lot of times people who are part of the crowd are amazing, But if you really think about the people that you call amazing the most, it's because they did something that amazed you. They did something that amazed the world. They did something that amazed a certain type of person and possibly changed their life. Those type of people are the people I'm bringing to you this next two months, and it's gonna be great, okay? And one of them that I've got coming on um, is is going to be coming up uh, next uh, week. Um, We've got a guy by the name of Rob Zerberski. Um, I know how to say his last name because he taught me how. And guys, um, this is going to be different, okay? This is going to be... This guy does nothing but does personal development, um, personal growth, skills training, memory training, getting better results. And I got to tell you, this guy, he's incredible. Some of the things that you're going to see and hear from him... And and it's a two-part podcast because I always try to do my podcast between 20 and 25 minutes. But this guy... I just told him to keep going. I mean, because every minute that it went, it got better and better and better and better and better. And I gotta tell you around the 20, 30, 40, 50 minute mark, there's nothing but straight juice up in there, juice. So I'm gonna ask you to grab the fruit, put a little cut in it, Spin it upside down and squeeze it and fill up the jar of success for your agency by listening to Rob. You're also going to be listening to Ron's story. Got another guy by the name of Jeff Tobe. If you've never heard of Jeff Tobe, he's going to blow you away. He's got a book and a company called Coloring Outside the Lines. This guy is weird and amazing as well. But what I want to do is I just wanted to open that up to you. Wanted to also thank you guys for the reviews you're leaving on Stitcher and also the reviews you're leaving on iTunes. I ask if you haven't, please take a couple minutes of your time I don't want to put any guilt on anybody but I spend a lot of my own time gathering um, people gathering information gathering content getting the people that you don't normally hear or that you would have to pay a lot of money to go here kind of like Rob and we bring that to you the only thing I ask of you is that you can help me out the best of you can and take a couple minutes and go to iTunes and leave a little review about my uh, our podcast. Go to Stitcher and little leave a little review. I don't want to go on and on about the power that that gives us here at Agents Influence. Doesn't doesn't make us any money. This is an absolute free podcast that's sponsored by GrowProgram.com. Be sure to check out GrowProgram.com and check out the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. Be sure to check out the Mastermind, which is absolutely blowing up. Also, be sure to check out our free blog that we have, which 14 Contributing Writers of Insurance Agents. Remember what I have to say about Grow Program. It's for agents, by agents. All right? So, I'm going to talk about just, I'm going to go on a little rant here for a minute. I know a lot of my um, listeners like that, and I don't really do it personally. I, I, I It's not something that I just think about, hey, I'm going to do this, but I do have a list of some items that I want to talk about. And one of the things I want to talk about is value. Okay, this is this is pretty interesting because uh, it's what we associate as value, um, and what's funny is is we've always said for the especially the past couple years I've heard it maybe it's been going on for five to ten years which even makes that a worse scenario. But as us as agents we keep thinking like an insurance agent, um, and we don't think of ourselves as the position of the consumer. I'll give you another example of what we do. Us insurance agents agencies, we run our we run our business like an agency and we need to be running our agency like a business. And I think that one of the ways that you do that is finding and connecting with your consumer. And finding and connecting with your consumer needs to be what is their values, a proposition, what is their um, What are their likes? What are their wants? As my buddy Brent Kelly always says, what is the desired result of that person wanting to do business with you? Because if you can find that, then you're going to be very, very successful. And I would say that one of the things that a lot of people a desired result is, is they want to value. If if a policy, if they have a claim, they want to know that it's covered. If they have a claim, they want to know that they'll be put back to whole. That's what they want. That's a value to them. But let's be honest. Very, very rarely does someone have a claim. They may have a claim once every 5 years, 10 years, 15 years. We all have dealt with clients who have never had claims. So where does that value come in then? Is it the value of holding this piece of paper that's almost intangible and in saying um, this is my value and this is what I want out of an insurance agency? Are they thinking that? No, they're not thinking that. I mean, they're not sitting there subconsciously going, hey, I'm only going to deal with people with that, that deal, deal with value. When they notice the value is usually after you make the sale. Say it again. When they notice the value, it's usually after you make the sale. And to a lot of you on here, you're going to say, yeah, I'm a trusted choice agent, which if you're not, you should be. But you're going to say, I'm a trusted choice agent. That means I give trust a choice and I, can, and I give it through um, my trust of them knowing me in the community and them being able to sit across from me and also have a one-on-one conversation. Well, let me ask you something. Have you ever asked your clientele if they consider any of that values? I mean, really, a lot of you guys sit around and talk about how you walk your client through the claim system, and if you do, that's great, but you're less than probably 20%. Because most of the time, the claim comes in, you tell the client to go ahead and call the company, and that you'll follow up behind the scenes. Usually, at the end, when you get something from the company saying, hey, we've closed this claim, or if there happens to be an issue, then usually, you'll step in, call the client, say, hey, everything's been settled, fine, great, boom, bang. I mean, that's great, but really, the value was in the company and them calling them and actually getting it done quick. So where can we provide our value? Because that's where we make the difference. That's where we make the difference. In in the sales game, there's only four cards. Okay, There's the price card. There is the uh, coverage card. There's the service card. And there's the relationship card. And out of those four cards, either the agency or the company controls those cards. So when we're talking about the coverage card, who controls that card? Go ahead. Say it to yourself you you're probably going to say the agent and you're completely wrong. It's the company. You may be able to help a client put coverage in place that will protect them. But the person who determines how much that coverage pays and what it does pay and what's it excluded from it. And if they even offer the coverage is the company. So they offer that unless you've got some company that allows you to manuscript endorsements, which we don't have anymore. They control the coverage. Okay. Very, very important. The price who controls that it's not you it's the company they're the ones that make the rate yeah i can cut some coverage over here and save some money or whatever you could be progressive and say hey you know just name your price here's the price gun which i think we all unanimously say is absolute a joke and it is a um it is it is just a travesty that that some company would go out there and literally say that but you know what they're giving the consumer what the consumer says they want. We know that that consumer is wrong by having those low limits or being able to fit in with the price gun. But we also know at the same time that you know Progressive um, is a very good company and they cater to their clients and what they need. Whether we think it's wrong or not, they're someone who understands what considers a value to their client. Now, if those clients consider that value, which is price, then maybe they're not a client for us. But that's important. Know that the companies are in charge of the coverage and the price card. And the third card has to do with service. Who provides that? Who's in charge of that card? Well, actually, that's the one card where the company controls about 80% of it immediately and you control the other 20%. Because, you know, you can only make a change and that change can only happen as fast and as efficiently as the company gets it to you. Because once you get it, if your company, if your business is social and digital business isn't automated, then you really don't even know that happens. You make the change, it downloads, sends the emails out, and the ID cards automatically, and you never even knew about it. Most of you, it's not automatic, so you have to do that, so that's where you become part of the service. But that's an important card, okay? Now, who? And we'll come back to that, but who controls that uh, relationship card, card number four? This is the one card that the agent controls all of. I don't care if they like the big brand name that we have of all of our direct right, our direct companies out there or the companies that we write through our agency. The relationship is us. I'm going to be honest with you guys. If there's a way that the companies could figure out a way to um, somehow create that relationship and we be a part of it or us not be a part of it, our companies look they're good they want the agent involved but at the end of the day they've got to make money and if the agent's going to sit on their hands and not do what they need to do in a true partnership we're forcing the companies to go somewhere else just like we're forcing the clients to go to geico i've said that before and i mean that so let's talk about this because where we can really pick it up is right now we control one and twenty percent okay of, of a card. That's all we do. One full one and 20% of another one. But where we can make our move, where we can compete against everybody else is taking that third card, the service card, and actually increasing that percent, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, even 100%. The service now lies with, with you. And truthfully, the service now lies with the consumer. So that's how big that card is. And let me explain to you so we all associate that service part to be, yeah, we'll get back with you within 24 hours or yeah, we get back with you within two hours or you can call us and we'll be sure to, to make your change and get your ID card out to you immediately. Or hey, if you have any question, just call us and if we're available, we'll get back with you. And if we don't, if we're not available, just leave a message and boom, we'll get right back on the phone with you. And that's our service. That's what we think. But here's a little funny thing. I'm dealing with the client a month or two ago. I don't even know how long it was. Could have been two months. Could be a month. And I'm dealing with the client, and I say to I say to her, I said, uh, you know, we started talking, and she was with. I noticed in her prior insurance, she was with about a year, year and a half ago. She was with Geico, and she's with them for five years or so. And according to her. And she moved to an independent insurance agency here inside of my uh, town. And I gotta tell you, it's a very good independent insurance agency. I know the owners personally. Uh, they're very, very good friends of mine. I would I would say I know them very, very well and they're good friends of mine, not very good friends. Um, but uh, the thing is, I asked her, I said, why did you decide to leave that ABC agency here in my town? And she said, the one thing I found out about Independent insurance agents and I can't remember exactly what she called us is she said you guys don't provide the value That Geico does Seriously, that's what she said to me. She said that we don't provide the value that Geico does You're running you're swimming right now. You're jogging um, you're, You're 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 playing tennis you're sitting in your office right now looking at your computer and saying what We don't provide the value that Geico does. That's right, because you are putting your value um, on them as, hey, this is the value proposition that should be important to you, which is me being able to meet you face-to-face, which is me giving you uh, a phone call to where we can follow up and check your coverages when really the only thing we're trying to do is cross-sell. If you're a good agent, you're trying to up that coverage, and you're trying to really protect them. But once again, if you're that agent that does that, please understand that not the majority of them do it. They don't do it. I've been in a lot of agencies over the last year and a half, and I'm telling you, they don't do it. And so we don't provide the same value that GEICO does? Let's stop then and let's say, what is that value she's talking about? She said, Jason, I work the swing shift from 3 to 11. I usually will stay up as late as I can at night till 2 or 3 in the morning. I sleep in until 10, 11. And then I usually try to get stuff prepared for my kids for when they come home from school and my husband does. And then I go back to school, our our work. I work an hour and a half away. I got to leave it around 1.30. You know, I get there and I'm working and I'm doing my job. And I realize that uh, I can't remember that when my bill is due. I realize that I just bought this vehicle and I need to make that change. And I can't necessarily do it because my break hour doesn't even come till six or seven. And the average insurance agency is not open. Um, I tried to add something to one of my policies and I had to create a new policy and I had to arrange a time to actually go in and, um, and sign the applications. Um, she said, uh, I wanted one time to find out what my deductible was because I thought I had a glass claim and I had to call into the agency and they actually didn't call me back for about, an hour, for about a day is when they did. And they called me back a couple hours later but I had already left for work. Um, you know, she, one time she wanted to know if she needed earthquake insurance and it took them forever to tell her that simple thing. Now we can beat up that current agency and say, Oh, you know, they weren't doing their job baloney. The point is they weren't doing their job because they weren't giving her the value that she needs. They weren't providing her with an automated system that when that change is made in real time, it's then turned around and downloaded directly into the agency management system. We attach activities to that download that says, hey, when the download comes through for that policy change, the code number POC, we're going to attach an activity to it that's going to say, when you see that download come, you automatically send out email one, which is a pre-populated email, but where the computer, the management system, will actually fit in and we'll actually um, uh, fill, fill in the the client's name, what was deleted, what was added, the premium change. And then activity two is, is attach the ID card with that. So the download comes through, it sees the POC, it automatically sends out the email, sends out the ID card. And one thing that QQ Solutions is just now coming out with, coming out with it as of today, um, is coming out with text messaging. They've betaed it. It's going to take about two months. But I'm now going to maybe be able to attach activities to downloads that then are sent out via email. Yeah, via. Or I'm sorry, not only via email, via text. Okay, are you creating an app? Do you have an app that when this lady wanted to know what her deductible is or if she had earthquake insurance or um, if her bill was due or she needed to add or delete that car, can she do that? Are you providing that service for her to do that when she needs to do it? Nope. Bet you're not. That's a value to her. That other agency wasn't providing it. We are because we use a management system that understands the philosophy that I'm going to work differently than any other agency. And for that to happen, I need to be able to have my own programs that connect into my management system. It's called API technology. If you don't have that technology or your management system doesn't allow you to do that, you can't provide that value. Do you see how our vendors are holding us back? not only it's our own mentality of cuss or of taking our value and pushing it onto somebody else but we're also being told by our vendors what we can and cannot do based on their issues of how they can make money there's companies out there that aren't thinking that way there's companies out there that are making a push for a different tomorrow And those are the companies we want to be looking at. The reason why is if you want to satisfy that person and give that person the value that says that you are not given as much value as Geico, I can be willing to bet you half of your clients are thinking the same thing. If not half, 30 to 40%. You're not providing value. They're just there because you're part of the chamber. Well, guess what? The new age generation, they don't think the chamber is that important. I do, but they don't. So if you're part of the chamber or the president of the chamber, you're really active, who cares to them? If you're part of the Rotary or if you're giving away a couple thousand dollars to your community, yeah, that's great. But what does that help them? Is that part of their value? It may be that you're involved in the community. It may be that you're local. But is that, is that a value that makes them have the decision? Because guess what? The agency down the road, they've got a nice building. They're giving their time to the community. What separates you guys? We all talk about the fact that we need to be separated, but what's separating us? What's separating us is we are separating ourselves from Geico. We are separating ourselves in the negative way. I should say this. Geico is separating themselves from us by giving what we interpret not to be value to the client, but as value to the client. I just don't think that you independent insurance agencies are providing the same value that Geico does. Broke my heart. Really did. I love you guys out there. I stand up for you guys. I stand up for me. I go to DC and I lobby for us because I want us to have the best protections possible and be able to give those protections to our to our, um, to our our clients. I spend a lot of my time sitting here bringing people on here so that I can show you that there's a different way. Some people say sometimes to me, what's the ROI of me not only doing social and mar- digital marketing, and if you haven't heard it, it's called social and digital business, WTF, parentheses, Why the face? Go back and listen to it. It's social and digital business. It's where you have to go. If you want to provide that value to that person, then that's where you need to go. By the way, this person had an auto and home, $500,000 limits with an umbrella, and we just wrote the motorcycle last week. So I, I I, I just want you to know that that's what we're hearing. If you're not involved in the front lines, I gotta tell you, your CSRs are probably hearing the same thing. And they're blowing it off and saying, oh yeah, we don't have as much value as Geico. Yeah, right. You wonder why the things that you're doing today are not working the same way they are on the front end with new business sales. You're wondering why maybe your retention may be slipping. And you're blaming everybody else. You're blaming the direct writers. You're blaming your companies for not giving you good rates. I just... I just, I, I just care about you guys. I want you guys to know about this. So we got a lot of other things to talk about. This is going to be the summer of the weird and amazing person. It's also going to be the summer of the amazing and weird person. So if you have any comments, any suggestions, or anything that you want to add to what I've talked about on my rant today, please let me know. Um, I know I went on a little long, but as you can tell, it came directly from my heart. I ask you to please visit growprogram.com. It, is, it supports Agents Influence podcast. This podcast will always remain free to you. If you get a chance, please stop by Stitcher. Please stop by iTunes and give us a review. We want that review from you because it lets us know what we're doing. Also, keep in mind, you can email me at any time at jason at agentsinfluence.com. Um, Probably the best one is jason at growprogram.com. Use jason at growprogram.com. We just moved our agent's influence from one website to now interior into the growprogram.com. And I think my email is working, but I want to make sure that it is. I need to talk to uh, Anna about that. So if you have any questions, comments, Jason at GrowProgram.com. You can also find us at iTunes. You can find us at Stitcher. And I want to let you know that I'm working every day for you. Agents influence. The definition of agents is a natural force used to obtain a specific purpose. And influence is by giving a voice to those who have no voice. So what I do for you every day is I want to create, I want to take your voice. And I want to use it to be the mixture and the chemical and the agent that is needed to create forward momentum and change in this wonderful industry that we call the insurance industry. This is Jason Kass with Agents Influence Podcast. I am over. I am out.